the channel leaks in, in the chat. Okay. And then will you put a link to my book also? The Amazon? Yeah. Yeah. Piece of cake. So yeah, I'll start posting that in the, in the uh in the chat. Okay. Is it hot there? Uh yeah, triple digits all this week. One oh one oh two today, one oh six for the rest of the week. Yo, it's one oh six where I'm at. A little bit I'm like a couple minutes inland from the beach. And none of no one has air conditioning. That, that's terrible. No one has air conditioning. I'm so like, sorry. To hear I'm that. I'm lucky that I work in an office that has like air conditioning and that I'm right across from the beach. But at my house, Ian is dying. So we have our fans. I'm so sorry to hear that. It's terrible, isn't it? It's, it's I mean, it's got awful. Like I'll pray for all of you for uh, you do. know. What's I know because <laughs> you like the heat. I love the heat. I'm no, I don't want the heat. The cool heat, make, the heat. yeah, yeah, <laughs> heat to make it tap out. Like I'm cool. Like yeah, go go sit down. Can't sleep. Don't want to touch nobody. Don't want to touch yourself. Like it's uh, just no. Oh lord. No, no. Um. So yeah, we're, we're live. So um. <laughs> My hair's blowing funny. Oh, so yo, so you're hanging out with Maxine Waters, and and all those, up all those oh. those people. It's just a typical Saturday. Maxine Waters rolling through. I'm not mad at her either. She's talking about, you know, protesting. And if you see some of these people in this administration, she got all that flack for that. I'm like, no, she is so real. Because you need to call them out. You need to tell them about themselves. So why do you like Maxine Waters? I like her because she seems like just a real ass woman who is fed the fuck up like that's it I mean and she's one of those people who's like I'm gonna be real in spite of it whether it's popular or not this is what it's gonna be I'm gonna tell you all about yourselves mm-hmm. um, I appreciate that I appreciate that she's not like that black woman in the spotlight who's trying to be not a black woman, but still in the spotlight. Like she, she is who she is. So I just I appreciate her authenticity in that regard. Okay. Because okay. that's what it's all about. It's like if you can't be you, then who who can we expect you to be? And that's the problem with a lot of these politicians is that they're not. They're going up and they're saying one thing, and then they're like you know doing shady stuff on the side and doing something else when you're not looking. I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate that in politicians. I don't appreciate that in regular people. So what are your political beliefs? I'm, I mean, if you want to put a, if you want to put a label on it, (laughs) if you have to put a label on it, I'll say I'm progressive. Um, What is a progressive? What is that? You know what? It's, it's like, I'm liberal. I'm, I'm for progress conservative is someone who wants to conserve how things are done and tradition and how they've always been progressive of someone who's like no if this shit ain't working let's move forward and figure out something else to make it happen um and that's me i'm all for like if it's broke fix it 
and figure out, like think of outside of the box ways to fix it. And right now, um, you know, like I said, if you want to put a label on it, that's, you know, that's what you can call me. But um, yeah, I'm just kind of like live and let live. Look, you do you, I do me. If what you doing ain't hurting anybody, then great. And if what I'm doing isn't hurting anybody, then great. And we can keep it pushing. So there's my political beliefs in a, in a nutshell. So how do you feel about the, the, the current climate, you know, politic-wise, with the current well, I think administration? The, I think the current climate is bullshit, top to bottom, bullshit. And um, I'm appreciating seeing people like, who's the, the Puerto Rican chick that just won in the Bronx, the primary in the Bronx against the incumbent Democrat? remember her name i think her last name is cortez i don't remember but she was like a 26 year old bartender who was like look this is what i'm seeing in my community firsthand and this is how we need to fix it so i appreciate those people who are coming out of the woodwork and saying listen i may not be your everyday politician but i'm willing to stand up for something bigger than myself and make an effort and you know i can't knock anybody's hustle that's doing that So those people I'm cool with, you know, I'll I'll say fuck Trump all day long. Can I say the F word? I'll say F Trump all day long. Say as you, whatever. Say what? Say whatever makes you feel, how you feel. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's garbage. That whole administration is garbage. I read today that it's a 61% turnover rate in the administration uh, to date since that administration took over. You have a 61% turnover rate in any business. You are failing. So I think that should say plenty. And what about you? What are your political beliefs? I have none. Not about, not about me. Not about me, T. How do you, how do you feel in this current political I, climate? I have no, I have none, nothing to say. I have none. <laughs> not about me. I already know how you feel. (laughs) Anywho. (laughs) It's not about me. Anywho. I'm sorry. It's all a construct of the man. And uh, I wouldn't go say none of the sort. Oh, hush. So since the last time we talked, what's been going on? What changes? um, All that good stuff. Well, um, I'm working on book number two. I am. uh, I'm. I'm. A little ways through that process i've been growing my coaching business um i have been doing a lot of like networking research just that kind of thing just trying to become a better me so that i can be better for the people that i'm around i guess um yeah that's about it that's my life in a nutshell still working every day pregnant i'm, I'm so i'm growing a person right now Yay. Uh, the person is halfway done. So the timer just went off. I need to flip her over. Um, When's the due date? <laughs> November 20th. Oh, shit. That's right around the corner. Oh, shit, son. I know. I'm. Ha- that's what I'm saying. I'm halfway there. Oh. I was talking to Ian last night, and I was like, yo, it's it's almost here. Like, we... I, I, <laughs> I told him, I was like, I have as much time left in this pregnancy as I have been pregnant. And he was like... 
yeah, but you haven't been pregnant that long. And I'm like, exactly. And he just kind of looked at me like, oh, wait, that means something. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's coming. Wow. It's coming. Um, so what steps are, are you taking to, to become a better person that, that's been working for you personally? Um, I think my number one thing is... Probably just maintaining, and this sounds so cliche, I'm sorry, but cliches are cliches for a reason. Maintaining an attitude of gratitude. Like really waking up in the morning and really taking into consideration what I have, what I'm thankful for. You know, I talk to people all day long who, you know, life is in shambles. You know, I've got um, someone that I'm, I'm helping who... Her husband's an alcoholic and, you know, she's got three kids and she's not sure what to do. I'm helping another person who just found out that she could have breast cancer. So thinking about what their situations are and thinking about what my situation is and just being grateful for who I am, what I have in my life. And I think that focusing on that has changed a lot for me personally. Um, That's that old, you know, the same, the whole power of attraction Thing, the law of attraction. Um, I'm trying to continue to be that person um, versus, you know, that person who wakes up in the morning saying, it's early. I don't feel like getting up. I'm tired. I'm pregnant. I'm bloated. I'm whatever. And saying, you know what? I'm getting up. I'm going to a job that I love. Um, I can come home and take a nap if I want to. I have a roof over my head. I have a job that, you know, pays the bills, et cetera, et cetera. So just really switching and making sure that my mindset is in the right place. Now, when you're um, when you decide to take on a client, I assume it's all personal lies for how you treat everyone, right? It's all. I'm sorry. Say that again. It's pretty much personalized. Like it's not a cookie cutter approach. Like oh no, of course, because everybody is different. Just like you know, any any parent will tell you, especially a parent of multiple kids, you can't treat every kid the same. Like a spanking will work for one kid, but the other kid, all you got to do is put them in the corner and they'll never do it again. Um, Everybody learns differently. Some people learn by watching. Some people learn by doing. Some people learn by reading. Um, And and every spirit and every human is different. So you have to treat them like unique individuals. You can't approach things and say, okay, well, I have this cookie cutter method that has worked so far for every single person. And this is what I'm going to apply to you. It's, it's, it's not that simple. Everyone's situation and circumstances and backgrounds um, and mentality are completely different. Okay. So let's take a person that's really in a, in a, in a bad position. They, they're in a sucky job. Life is in shambles. Um, so my question to you is, does it start with an attitude adjustment first? Yes. You know what? I think the world sees you like you see you. You can't expect the world to look at you or circumstances or employers or anybody to look at you in a different light than how you see yourself. So if you're carrying yourself or if you're waking up in the morning and you you hate your life and you, you know, you hate what you see in the mirror and you hate, you know, anything about yourself, then people are going to respond in kind. Your life is going to respond in kind. And, um, you know, unfortunately... I think that 
is probably the hardest part is to switch your mentality and, and go from thinking negative thoughts about yourself and tearing yourself down to building yourself up and then allowing other people to see you as a human being who is being built up versus someone who, um, you know, is, is the opposite. For instance, when you feel better about yourself, you carry yourself a different way. You speak to people about, you know, you speak to people differently. You don't talk in a self-deprecating manner. Um, I mean, and I know you've seen those people who have that, you know, self-deprecating sense of humor. Um, and it's, it's off-putting. And you can tell, like, that, that's all a vibration that you're putting out there into the world. So, I mean... I will say that that is one of those like non-negotiables. You need to get your mindset right. And um, if you're not willing to change your mind about just simple everyday things and about yourself, then you're not going to be willing to change your life. And I wouldn't be able to work with you at that point. Okay. What if the person says, I ain't got time for all that. It takes too long. I have, I'm in a fucked up jam right now. What can I do right now? Well, I mean, there's nothing that I can do for you that's a quick fix. Ultimately, you know, you're going to live every day like you're going to live every day no matter what. It's the, you know, it's, it's the, a year's time is a year's time. You can work on something for that year's time or you can choose not to. And whatever you choose in the interim is what is going to di- dictate where you are in that next year. I can give you advice on how to help you like day to day, like, yeah, go check out this spot for a job or let me help you with your resume and I'll do this for you. And, you know, you can shoot that over to this such and such employer that may give you an immediate reaction. But if you are not acting accordingly, then ultimately it's not going to do anything for you. Um, so, yeah, people can offer you quick fixes all day long, but you know, you need to make sure that the juice is worth the squeeze in the long run because you won't be thirsty for a long cast time. And, and me fixing your problem tomorrow doesn't mean that you're going to be good two years from now. And that's what it's all about. Now, what are the situations where you wouldn't take on a client? Um, I think, like I said, if someone is not willing to put in the work. Like for instance, um, the client that I have that has breast cancer, I've worked with her off and on for years and she's had these bouts where she gets better and worse and better and worse. And in the beginning she was very open. She saw, she saw changes within a very, very short period of time. Um, she was feeling better. Her health was increasing. Um, she, she wasn't really battling with depression anymore. She was holding on to a job, things like that. But then she started letting other people, like she kept, she stayed around toxic people and those toxic people kept feeding her toxic thoughts. And those toxic thoughts started manifesting themselves in her everyday life again, because you know what you think you become. And so, you know, I got her on a good, on a good foot. She was going back to school. I helped her get a computer, like all kinds of stuff uh, because she was really financially struggling. And then so she was in a good place and she didn't feel like she needed the continued coaching. And I was like, okay, bet. So and I'm not going to ever force anybody to stay with me longer than they feel is necessary. Um, If I feel like, you know, you have a little bit of work to go, then I might make a suggestion. But I'm never going to pressure anybody to stay, you know, where they don't feel like they need help. Um, 
And, you know, I was like, okay, great. I think you're in a good place too. I'm, you know, I keep in touch with me, whatever. And then a few months later, she reaches out to me and she's like, I lost my job. It's an HR dispute. Um, because I lost my job, I couldn't make my car payment. That's why I lost my car. Like just all kinds of stuff started falling, falling apart. Um, and so I, you know, we picked back up and things got better, but those people who aren't willing to do what it takes to change their immediate surroundings, it's, you know, I'm just, I'm just beating a dead horse. If you can't let go of the toxic people in your life, toxic habits and a toxic mentality, I don't want to waste my time and I don't want to waste your money because if you're not willing to do what it takes, then I can't help you. I can't make you do something that you're not willing to do. Very good. Good stuff. <laughs> For instance, <laughs> I will tell you there's this one, um, one person um, that I ultimately turned away. She's been struggling with, um, you know, being pre-diabetic She's been struggling with her diet, eats fast food constantly. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to tell her, you know, she's talking to me. She's like, I need to, like, I'm tired of feeling depressed. I'm tired of, you know, how I feel every day, mentally, emotionally, physically, whatnot. Um, and I said, okay, you know, let me, tell me about yourself. Tell me about your lifestyle. What do you do? X, Y, and Z. She told me, and like I said, this woman eats fast food every day. She drinks Coke every day. Um, and I'm like, yo, like you can't, that's not, that's not okay. Like these processed foods, they get inside your body and there's a lot of damage that's done, not just physically. And, um, she was like, well, but this is my only vice. And I said, why do you need one? Like, why do you need a vice to make you feel better? Like it's not, it's not necessary. And, I mean, just starting incrementally because, you know, she's got some gut issues. And I was like, okay, well, why don't you hit some apple cider vinegar or get some probiotics? She was like, oh, I don't like the way the apple cider vinegar tastes, so I'm not going to drink it. But she's going to the hospital and the doctor's telling her, you've got bad gut bacteria. This is what's going on with you. You need to change your diet. So she has decided that it's okay that she's going to the hospital on a semi-regular basis every couple of months because she doesn't want to change her diet. She wants to, she wants her life to change without being willing to make any changes herself. And I told her, I said, you know, I'm sorry, but I can't work with you. That's it. Like I can only do so much. I'm, I'm a human being. And what? You're human? I, what? I, I am. Can you believe it? I know. Um, but I'm like, I can't change you. I can't help you change if you're not willing to make any changes yourself. So that was it. Like, it's not, it's not only about money to me. It's about a lot more than, than that. If I can't help you get results, I'm not just going to spin your wheels and be like, yeah, pay me. It's not, that's not cool. I wouldn't want anybody to do it to me. You're one of those caring types. Hmm. I do. I, I give I give a crap. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, um thoughts on in, on anything that has taken place in, in the uh, in the sphere of, of life that you would like to chime about? 
thoughts on anything that's occurred in the sphere of life? That is a very broad, <laughs> that's a broad question. I know, right? Um, okay, yeah, you know what? Know. Let me ask you this. Okay, now okay. Let, let's talk about the little immigrant children for a brief mm-hmm. minute. Now, I personally don't give a fuck about these people's kids because okay. I can't take many me over to another country, break the law illegally, and claim asylum and get benefits. Okay. Now, okay, several things. Um, you can't seek a. Okay, if you're seeking asylum, the laws that are in place here are you go to you know specific ports of entry and you say I'm seeking asylum. You are then not an illegal immigrant. You are claiming the fact that you're here, and um, therefore you are not entering illegally. So that's that's one thing. First off, um, so if you if you're seeking asylum and you're say you put say you put Mini Me on a boat, right? You have because you need to get the hell out of wherever you are. You have now decided that the boat is safer than the land for you and for your child. Now, obviously, the people who are coming and saying, listen, I'm genuinely seeking asylum, they have made that decision as well. The last thing that we should be doing is adding insult to injury and turning around and saying, oh, well, fuck you, fuck your life, and I'm going to take your kids on top of it. I just think that's fundamentally morally um, inhumane and just wrong. If you are an illegal immigrant and you came over here illegally, um, you can't get benefits. If you don't have a social security number, you can't get welfare, you can't sign up for AFDC, you can't sign up for for WIC. You can't get any of those benefits. The only thing that you can do is go to the hospital, like emergency room, and get that. Um, But even that is gonna come with a bill. It's not like you can get that for free. So that's another misconception that people think that, okay, well, these people are coming over here illegally and they're taking all of these, you know, they're taking benefits from or entitlements from people who really need them. They don't qualify for entitlements. They physically cannot get them without a social security number. Um, I mean, if you want to turn around and send it back, then send it back. I don't think it's necessary to separate their children because now it's come to a point where nearly 3,000 kids, um, just under, I should say, the the last report I heard was just under 3,000 kids have been separated from their families. And there's no um, no plan to reunite them. And then some, in some of these instances, these parents have been shipped back to whatever place they came from, oftentimes thousands of miles away, with no way of knowing where their child is or if they're ever going to get their kids back. And I just know on a human level, if it were me and some really bad shit broke out in America and I needed to flee the country and take Ava with me, I would be absolutely devastated if someone decided to take my child from me because it's not like I put her in danger to get her away from a decent existence. I would have put her in danger because the danger that I put her in to leave and to get away from where I was going was less eminent than the danger that I faced at home. So, I mean, I'm one of those, you know, treat others how you want to be treated. And I, I, I would start picking people off if they did some shit like that to me. Okay, well then, then I, 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 my retort would be then, okay, but the U.S. only has so much 
Like you can't take care of everybody. You can't help everybody, unfortunately. So I actually, point, the U.S. is one of the richest countries in the world, if yeah. not the richest country in the world, next to China. So right. the argument that the U.S. only has so much is is not a very good argument. The the U.S. has far more resources than they can take. It was just found, for instance, that there was like 1.5 trillion dollars in missing money just from the military budget alone. Um, not to mention, you know, in the quote unquote, you know, white people heyday of America, back during, you know, FDR, people were doing very, very well. There was a booming middle class, but tax rates on, you know, the richest whatever percent were the highest that they've ever been. But businesses were still growing. People were still thriving. And not to mention the fact that that's what America was founded on. You know, my people are, are from all over the place. I'm Native American. I got some that came here as slaves and I got some that came here as colonizers. But at the end of the day, nobody except for, you know, the small portion of me and the small percentage of the, the people who are in the United States that have been here since before colonization can say, fuck you, get out, you're an immigrant. Because ultimately, all of these colonizers who came here, came here as immigrants. The Declaration of Independence was signed by immigrants. So, you know, if you pay attention to the history of it, we don't really have a moral or even really a legal leg to stand on. Okay. But the problem I have with that is we have a very high homeless rate here. I mean, just, you know, out here in Fresno, just alone. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, LA is crazy. So, if you have a country that's not willing to help its own, you should take care. Of, I believe you take care of home first. Now, like I said, if you have a high homeless rate, I think that should be your main focus as opposed to just being so willingly to take everybody on at, at the same time. Because, like I said, you know, there's you know, there, there no one should be able to come here and, and live better than per se one of a homeless vet. You know, like I know a lot of Vietnam veterans that are homeless. Now yeah. these are these guys. There's no nobody should be. There's no one that should be able to come into this country and live better than them. No, I agree with you, but at the same time, that has to do with you. You, you have to separate the issue. America is not taking care of its own. Number one, the people who are trying to get away from murder and rape and you know tyranny of their own governments that are coming over here are. You know, they have nothing to do with America's unwillingness to help their own. Not only that, if like asylum, like, first of all, it takes a lot to become a registered asylum seeker. Right. Um, There are several hoops that someone would need to jump through to be able to get like a visa based on your asylum status or, or based on seeking asylum. Secondly, we're not, again, you know, I reiterate, we're not taking care of those people. Those people that are coming here illegally are not, don't qualify for the same, um, for the same benefits that like a, a, a veteran would qualify for. And I agree with you wholeheartedly. I don't think we should have any homeless veterans anywhere in this, in this country. But America is falling short of taking care of its own and the people are not holding its feet to the fire. That, I think, is a separate issue 
than the immigration issue. Um, you know, we've seen, I believe it's in, I believe it's in Utah, where they did a housing first approach, their homeless population, they decreased their homeless population by 80% over a matter of like a couple of years. Um, because they were like, listen, we're gonna, we're gonna give you homes first. And it ended up, I mean, obviously it's expensive to get started, but it ends up behooving them because those people who they're able to rehabilitate and get back into the workforce are then going to go into the workforce and become tax-paying citizens. So I don't think that people who are, you know, fleeing tyranny or murder or anything of the sort should be held accountable for America's unwillingness. And it is an unwillingness. It's not an inability. It's an unwillingness to do their part to take care of their own. Gotcha. Cheese. <laughs> but no, I agree with you. We shouldn't have the homeless issue that we have by any means. It's, it's freaking ridiculous. We, you know, I have the kickback show and our studio is downtown LA right next to Skid Row. And it's sad because I see it on a weekly, sometimes multi-weekly basis when I go down there and it's, you know, it's tent after tent after tent after tent. And they've been trying to be like, oh, we're going to build more shelters or we're going to do this and we're going to do that. But the problem is not in the shelters and the housing. We know that as a nation, we have more vacant houses than we do homeless people. Um, the, the issue is in actually getting the resources to where they need to go. I mean, it's an income inequality issue. There is no state in the United States where you can work a full-time minimum wage job and support yourself on 40 hours a week. Not one state in the United States can you have any kind of a minimum wage job and, and expect to support yourself. And they're touting all of these, oh, unemployment is at an all-time low. Yeah, but that's because people are working two and three jobs to get by. You can't celebrate that unemployment is low when people are having to work multiple jobs just to make ends meet. Well, yeah, those numbers are skewed because they don't take into account the people that, that stop looking for work or those that are exactly um, seasonal workers as well. So that so those numbers are all jacked up. I, yeah, I agree. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I do. I agree with you. We need to take care of ourselves, our, of our own. Um, but with as much money as there is in America um, and as much as they allow people to hoard. And that's what it is. Hoard wealth. Um there's there's no reason that we should have the people uh, that are homeless, that are struggling, that are, you know, in situations that they're in based on where we live. No reason. But it's, you know, this is this is unabashed capitalism. This is what happens. Right, right, right. And I'm not oh. saying you shouldn't strive to be a billionaire, but why the hell Jeff Bezos needs like four hundred million dollars is beyond me. Because he gives us the Amazon, and we need the Amazon and the Amazon Prime, not life. We do. I know. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I'm a straight-up <laughs> Prime member. I am. I ordered some stuff from Amazon yesterday. It should be here today. <laughs> That's good, 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 good. Oh, so how, how are things with the Kickback Show? Kickback Show is good. Um, we are four and a half years deep. And uh, it's dope. We have a lot of good artists. We, uh, I think we've got Watts Sticks coming through. Watts is uh, um, a homie out of Watts. Go figure. Um, and he does a lot of 
you know how like when when you consider what Kendrick Lamar has done for Compton and how he like goes in the community and gives back and does that kind of thing and does fundraisers and stuff. Uh, Watts does the same thing. Um, so we've got him coming on. I think this Monday. Um, yeah. So I mean, we we constantly have a good lineup. You can go to Kickback Show, thekickbackshow.com, and check out all the stuff that we've got on there. The Kick. Back show. Awesome. Oh, and all right. of our social media is the kickback show. And then my stuff is I am Lilith Hayes on everything. And that's my website. That's my Instagram. That's my Facebook. I am Lilith Hayes, even though it's my. No, that'd, be, that'd be my yeah. persona. <laughs> that's what's up. Um, what time? You, what time you gotta go back in? Whenever. I mean, I should probably check my email pretty soon. You probably should, huh? Because you know, most of us have to. You know, we don't have it. Like we don't. We it must be nice. It is. It is. It's fantastic. The fuck ever. <laughs> Look, I tried to tell you. Listen, you can move down here. You get a nice big house, raise kids together. <laughs> Look, it takes a village. You could take turns cooking dinner. I'll cook some dinner. We do laundry. Here See? she go. Here this she go. Domestic, this is the domestic dream. I know, right? It takes a village. I'm telling you. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll get it together one day. One of these days. One of these you'll, days. You'll let me help you get your life together. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, anywho. Hey, what's up? Oh, yo, oh, Takashi said hey. Oh, hi, baby girl. Yeah, I don't How know was why. How is she? She's in the chat, yes. I let this child in on the live stream on the chat. Oh, goodness. That's my girl right there. I hope she's doing well. You need to tell me all the results of her stuff, too. Well, yeah, she, MRI was yesterday, so Monday we'll know, we'll know everything at that point. What it, what okay. It so, yeah. Good. Yeah, I had to fill out some freaking hospital forms earlier today and get that shit mailed off. So that shit goes. That's that domestic life. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's the administrative side to life. That's what I tried to tell Ian. Yeah. He took Ava to the dentist the other day. It was an 8 o'clock in the morning um, appointment. He was mad. I'm like, oh, you got to wake up early, huh? Oh, you can't sleep till 10. Take the child <laughs> to the dentist. It's like once every six months. That's cool. That's cool. So, oh, what yeah. what else is um, what else is going on with you that you wanna you wanna get into before uh, you get back to your plush um, your plush job, your career. You know what? I think <laughs> I think that's it. Really, you know, um, I'm I'm going to start because you know a lot of the coaching that I've done has been kind of quiet, word of mouth, um, referral based only. Um, I think I'm going to open up my clientele. I'm going to revamp my website at I am Lil Hayes. So in addition to like blogging and being able to get my book there, um, you'll be able to, you know, book appointments and stuff like that. Um, and I'm going to focus more on, on that because I feel like now I have enough word of mouth, kind of quiet clients under my belt and I've seen good results with them. Um, I feel like I can move on and, and I'd like to help a lot more people uh, than what I'm doing. So I'm revamping the website now. 
um, still, you know, posting to like the day-to-day life stuff on my Instagram. Um, like I said, kickback is still going strong. We're going to be pushing that over to a podcast forum instead of a live show forum. Sweet. Um, so I'll be, you'll be able to find like archive shows and stuff like that without the music mixes on like various podcast, um, platforms. Okay. So that's really kind of what's going on with me. And, uh, like I said, growing a person, she'll be here at the end of the year. So I'm going to hustle, hustle, hustle until she gets here so that I can take time off and, and enjoy the fam. Good deal. Good yeah. Deal. Yeah. So also, um, we're going to be revamping my channel, TMI, my husband and I. We tackle a lot of um, interesting relationship questions on there. Um, so we'll be revamping that very soon so you can check us out on YouTube, Tough Minded Individuals. If you uh, search that phrase, and that's what's going to pop us up the fastest. So, yeah. Final question. Yeah, let's let's end on the relationship part of it. Do you let's feel see. that your relationship, your marriage, it, you don't deal with regular marriage issues like most people? Do you think you're a little bit above that? When I, when I mean is, you know, um, given your mindset, your belief system how you run your household, do you think you have regular marriage problems, like a, a typical married couple? You know, um, as much as I would love to say, no, we don't have any problems because we're amazing, I can't because we are married. Um, and anyone who is married or has been married understands that marriage is work. And as much as I like to keep a positive mentality, again, I'm human. I get pissed off at him. He gets pissed off at me. Um but we have not encountered any issues that we haven't been able to resolve. And ultimately I think that that comes from maturity and it comes from humility and it comes from a place where you need to understand that whatever petty issue, big or small that you have with your partner can be overcome. If you're both willing to be humble enough and be mindful enough to sit back, understand your faults, understand where the other person is coming from and then assess it analytically instead of emotionally. Um, I think a lot of people let emotions get in the way of, of um, their marriage. There have been times when, you know, yeah, obviously Ian pisses me off. And a lot of times when, you know, someone pisses you off, what do you want to do? You want to yell at them. You want to fight with them. You want to throw something. You want to do all that stuff. Well, all that does is make um, a bad situation worse. And so when you learn to hone that in and not flip out, and, and think about it from the other person's perspective, then you're a lot more equipped to handle those issues and move past them than let them become a roadblock and a lasting issue in your relationship. Okay, great point. Now, for those that like to do a tit for tat in their relationships, so I, I'm, what I'm, I'm asking is you would prefer the person who's been hurt to take an analytical approach, respond more with logic as, as opposed to emotion? Yes, because, I mean, while obviously, you know, your heart leads to one thing and your head leads to something different. And if you're able to, like I said, step back, pull the emotion out of it for, for just a moment and think about it analytically, you have a clearer vision of what the other person is, where the other person is coming from, and then you can better approach it yourself. Um, but I think that comes from... from 
a, a sense of maturity. You know, you, you can't, you know, children throw tantrums. You can't throw a tantrum as an adult and expect to have an adult quality of life. If you're going to act like a child, if you're going to treat other people like children treat other children, then that's what your relationship is going to be. It's going to be fraught with turmoil, misunderstanding, non-communication, and just issues in general. You know, there's no way to only act on something, especially anger, from an emotional standpoint. You, you cannot do it. That was really deep, T. I, that's why I get paid the big bucks. <laughs> but it's real. I mean, when you think about it, it's, you know, it's true. If you act like a toddler, that's about the, the depth of what your, your marriage or your relationship is going to be. Okay, final question, I promise. For, no, those, okay. that, for those that engage in, in tit-for-tat behavior, what um, steps or what exercise do you, uh, would you prescribe to that person to say, hey, this is what we, you should do to try and kind of get out of that mindset and how you respond to, to a stressful well, to me? In order to get out of that tit-for-tat behavior, you need to develop a level of self-awareness and maturity. Um, you know, that I'm going to hurt them because they hurt me only works if you want to continue to be hurt. It's, it's a cyclical mentality that never really has an ending. When you are able to take a step back and say, I'm hurt, wait a minute, and then maybe separate yourself. If you feel like you're about to like blow up and cuss somebody out or, or, or do that tit for tat thing, separate yourself. If they're coming at you and they're screaming at you, tell them, not right now. Like, this is, this is not the time. If you need to leave the house or go somewhere else that's quiet, go. Separate yourself from it. Sit with it. Think about it. And I would even say meditate on it um, because, you know, meditate is just going to elevate your vibration that much. Um, and then once you have a clear head and you're able to kind of look at it both ways, then go back. If an argument ensues, then an argument ensues because sometimes that's how you have to deal with things. Um, but, you know, it shouldn't be an argument so much as a debate. And then the debate devolves into a discussion and then the discussion devolves into an understanding. Um, so I think if you're going to do the tit for tat thing, number one, that's I'm going to be real. That's petty. Don't be petty. Um, realize that it, that it is petty behavior and it's beneath you. It's beneath where you're trying to vibrate. And like I said, step away, take some time to cool off, and then reintroduce yourself to the situation with a clear head. I'm not going to do that. I'm petty. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are petty, but no, no, know, I mean, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say, you know, there have been times in my life when I was petty. I was petty in my 20s. I have time to be petty in my 30s or beyond. Because, like I said, it's cyclical. If you hurt me, and then I turn around and hurt you in kind, you're going to want to hurt me again because now I hurt you, and so on and so forth. I mean, when does it end? Okay, so... And what the, kind of quality relationship are you ever going to have? So if you come across a couple like that, normally would you just tell them, say, you know, maybe you two shouldn't just, you shouldn't be together. If, if this is how you're going to resolve your issues. You know, ultimately, yeah, there there may come a time when you you tell people, you know, you guys may not, may be better off as friends. 
or you guys may be better off not ever being in the same household together. Um, yeah, you know, not every, everything ain't for everybody. And, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, what may have been nice and what may have been a working relationship at one time may be beyond, you know, sometimes it's, it's beyond help. Um, and at that point, then I would tell them, you know, it might be a good idea for you both to take some time apart, separate yourselves from one another and see how you feel. And if you feel better apart, then you should not be together. It's, it's really easy. It's really easy. If this is not something that is enriching your life in any way, then ultimately I'm going to, I'm going to say that you're only staying there because of the sake of familiarity. You are not there because the person is enriching your life, making you a better person, helping you to grow, or any of the other things that we all want from a relationship. If you're only sticking around because it's a familiar space and it feels comfortable to you, then you may it may be time to move move on. Okay. All right. Well, sage advice. It's very, very sage advice. Um, I'm, I'm very appreciative of the wisdom. I'm sure everyone else is as well. Let everybody I know where they so. can. Yeah. Um, let everybody know where they can find you. Um, you can again. It's I am Lilith Hayes. L I L I T H H A Y E S on um, across social media platform: Twitter, Instagram, um, and Facebook are like my main three. Uh, my website is IamLilithHayes.com. Um, you can DM me on any of those places. Um, if you want to email me directly, I am LilithHayes at gmail.com. I've kept it very simple. Everything is very uniform. Um, and yeah, we can, we can, we can chat and I'm more than happy to help you if I can. Sweet, sweet. All right, go back to work. All right. Have a good day. <laughs> All right, you too. All right, friend. Bye. All right, yo, that was my sister. She's my sister. Like my sister. I know she's very light skinned. Go figure. Now, um, that was pretty much it. I wasn't going to take up you guys' time like that. I just wanted to chat, chat with her real quick and uh, get her some screen time. So if you like what she's talking about, which you should, go check her out on the social media platform that I posted. And, um, yeah, she, she good people. So, um, let me see. I've been on here for what? How long have I been doing this for now? Prince O'Mill, y'all, y'all bad, yo. Hey, the crit walk video, <laughs> the crit walk video, y'all, those comments, yeah, that, that was funny. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah, um, sorry, secrecy. She's she's happily married, man. She's she's popping them out. She's got she's got babies. She's happy. So, Paul, where you been, bro? Look, Paul, come on, man. When am I gonna get you on the stream? What what's your schedule like? Um, shit. What is today? Paul, what are you, what are you doing? Um, either tomorrow or Sunday. And <laughs> this crit walk video took me out. <laughs> hey, when he threw the crutch, you knew it was. 
it was go time when he when he threw the crutch. We were like, oh shit. <laughs> ah, damn it. Eloy, what's happening, bro? Um, yeah, I, I'm a, I'm not gonna be here long because um, you know, I, we all got things to do, and I don't want to keep you guys. So I don't want to I don't want to drag this out. So I appreciate everybody's time and energy. Um, I'll just be posting videos throughout the day, random stuff, interesting stuff, whatever the case may be. Keep David away from CT Prince, dog, dog. You know what? You know, you know what's funny, Prince. Like the first Sunday, I got you, Paul, for sure. No, Prince. Like the first ten steps he took, you knew it was it was it was going to go left. You just knew. That's so fucked up. That's so fucked up. But shout out to CT Fletcher though, because uh, that's, that's one tough. That's one tough ombre. You know, let me get up out of here. I'll catch you guys later. Um, I may try. I may get back on later on tonight. If it's not too late for everybody, so uh, let me go ahead and do what I gotta do. Cause he's at the sound. Hey, dog! When he he fell, like he fell head first. You know, normally when you fall, you put your hands up, but he fell, and he, and he, his arms was behind him. I was like, oh no, CT, no, bro. So is he getting tickets to the HOK Awards? Hey, listen, if I had tickets, I would go just just to say I was there. Just to say I was there, I would go. Student of life, just because. Wait, wait, keep the live stream doing it. <laughs> Natasha, hey, hey, how you doing, sugar? Hey, hey, hey. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, dude, like, I would go. I, 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 I sure would. I would be live streaming, and I would be like, look, it's such and such. And look, it's such and such. Hey, 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 Bobby, be at the wars like <laughs> That shit's funny. That shit's funny. All right, Ms. Naya. Hey, yeah, so I'm going to get up out of here. I'll catch you guys. I Hopefully, I'll come back in a couple hours and, and, and do this again. I'll have some topics that we can go over and, um, you know, we can exchange ideas and stuff like that. So I will catch you guys later. Y'all have a good one. All right, peace.